Hey everyone, and welcome to Final Rose tonight. We are in the home stretch. It has been a long haul, but, but <laughs> to so, say I don't least. know. It just actually, in some ways, seems like it's gone quickly. I can't believe we're almost at the finale. I know. I'm excited, actually. I feel like the final three are the right final three, and I've, I'm happy to have gotten past, well, all the girl drama, but there's certainly more drama to come. For sure. And I feel like we have finally, after all these years, found the Senior Bachelor that oh they've been God, advertising how much forever. Do I love, I hope they do have Senior Bachelor. Uh, grandpa John. Gabby's is, grandpa. Gabby's grandpa would be perfect. I want him to adopt me. I want him as my grandpa. He's he was so cute. Amazing. Would you tell him that you had a pillow of your husband's face that you were going to sit on? Not in a million years. <laughs> So we are so lucky to have a special guest with us tonight. Uh, welcome to Blake. So Blake is my niece and a college student and a diehard Bachelor fan. So, so happy to have you here. Welcome, Blake. Hi. Hi, Blake. Thanks for joining us. So we have a bunch of questions for you. We do. But first, we want to hear about you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you live, how long you've been watching, a little bit more about your background. Currently, I'm at school in Maine studying animal behavior, and I've been watching since Peter's season because they decided he wanted to do a bracket with his friends, and I said, if you're going to do it, you're going to win. This is your I brother? To your brother. Yeah. And so did he agree with a lot of your selections in the bracket, or like, did you guys argue about it, or were you pretty in agreement on your picks? He only had one pick. It was Mari. He loved Mari. And the moment she left, I was taking over. And he's like, here, have at it. And so did you win? He forgot to submit the last selection that we had made, and I made the correct one. So Come lost. on. What was the prize for the bracket that he skipped out on? I think pride Oh, all right, fine. Well, then you definitely have that because you won in our eyes. That's amazing. I love it. So who's been your favorite lead, man or woman, since you've been watching? Of any Bachelor, Bachelorette. I really liked Michelle. Love Michelle. We loved Michelle, too. What was it about Michelle that you liked so much? She knew exactly what she wanted. And at the first red flag, she said, later, losers, and eliminated the... <laughs> boys from the group that is so true actually like i respected her and you could tell clayton was trying to do that but just didn't have the balls you know i feel like watching clayton sees even appreciate michelle more because she just cut out the <laughs> the i don't know yeah the first sign of you're any gone. red flag to blake's point like as soon as somebody did something she's like and you're out she right. she wouldn't have any shrimp for like half she the would season. not have taken shanae for as many weeks as she yeah mm learned anything from Michelle. I know he thought he did, but maybe he oh, didn't. he's getting a little more decisive. He's getting better. What do you think of Clayton? I think he definitely is not the best choice for this season's bachelor. I think his whole decision of being the bachelor was based on that one child, the blonde little girl that Michelle taught. The actress. Yeah. Yeah. And he basically cried saying, I just really want kids. And that is when they decided, let's make that the next Bachelor. So if you had a friend, you're kind of getting to little young, but almost at the age where people could be contestants on The Bachelor. If you had a friend say to you, hey, Blake, I think I'm going to go on the next season of The Bachelor. 
um, I'm going to be one of the contestants. What advice would you give her having been a long time viewer like yourself? I would be that friend. I told my friends that if I'm not in a good relationship by age 26 or 27 to sign me up oh, and I, I will go. It. Wait, that's amazing. All right. Let me ask you this. What would be your angle, right? Everybody's got like a shtick going in. Like this is the emotional one. Like what would be your approach on The Bachelor? Like what would be your persona? I like how Gabby just is herself. She's funny. She doesn't care what people think. Double champagne bottle. She just doesn't. She's exactly who I want to be. She's comfortable with herself and I am comfortable with myself. So I feel like that kind of just, I'd have to go in being myself. And if that's not enough for the lead or any of the other girls, then that's not my fault. I love that. And you know what, Blake, I mean, having known you your whole life, I feel like that's true. And you don't take shit from anyone. So I think it would be very interesting, one, to watch you interact with the lead and two, to watch you interact with the other girls. She takes no shit from anyone. All right, we're going to have to keep this podcast up for a few more years. I know, we got some time. We got <laughs> seven, eight years. Who, who on this season would you like to see on Paradise this summer? Or even last Gabby. couple seasons? Yeah, you like Gabby as much as I do. Yeah, I love her. She's amazing. Who do you think Gabby would match? You know, sometimes they'll be like, oh, these are the people I'm looking for when I go to Paradise. They kind of have a few people in mind. Who do you think would be a good match for Gabby or that she would want to hook up with? I think someone that's like funny, respectful, can be fun. I just think she wants exactly that. But like she also has the mature aspect. Who is your prediction for the next Bachelorette? So I feel like Susie is a producer plant because she's just way too similar <laughs> to Hannah and all the things she mm -hmm. says. Like I'm a beast. Like there's no way that is a coincidence that they decided to keep into the episode. We talked about this before. I think Susan too. Um, she's a beauty pageant queen i don't know right. what she's won but yeah they look exactly the same so you could be right about that do you feel like the producer plant is to prepare for the bachelorette role or do you think it's just to draw people in because hannah was such a fan favorite i think it's a it's like it's, it's a test really like if fans like her if fans want to see her as the bachelorette then that's like okay good the plan worked however if it doesn't and they choose another lead that has been favorited then that's the route they will take but who knows at this mm -hmm. point okay so who do you think Clayton ends up with I think personally he has a more to say about Rachel than the other women and he kind of like he was scared of the dad at first and they made they made it seem like he was going to be really tough obstacle that like he would need to like get through but that was just the editing of it. And I think he has genuine feelings for Rachel. So I think she'll be who he goes after. I agree with you 100%. There is something about the two of them and the way they look at each other and their connection that is so above and beyond anybody else's. So completely agree. Blake, we love all your insights. Thank you. So let's jump into headlines. So this week in Bachelor headlines, there were not a lot, but the big one was regarding Colton. Blake, did you ever see, did you see Colton's season? No, I do know he jumped over a fence. 
Yes, he's famous for jumping over the fence. He eventually came out as gay in the past year, and he started dating a man named Jordan C. Brown. I think he's an editor, and we've been chronicling this whole relationship now for a few months, and um, they're very serious, and they recently bought a very expensive house together. Well, this week, they announced that they're engaged. We're excited. Yeah, we like I think engagements. it's wonderful. We like engagements. I feel like, yeah, I don't know how well they know each other. Who am I to say? Well, anyway. I wonder though, I think that's a good point, right? This is his very first relationship that yes. he's ever had. So if he's never really been in love before, and he, I mean, I don't mean to be critical. I'm very happy for them, but I'm going to be critical. How do you know that this is the one in forever? I mean, you, has it been a year that they've been together? No. Or do you just know? Like Blake, so. what's your opinion on that? I feel like you have to have had previous knowledge of like, whether it's a personal relationship or a relationship you've seen like by a, like with a friend or like even parents because you'll learn like what you want through that and like what you don't want and if he hasn't had that like personal experience I feel like he might not fully know exactly like what he's looking for and will have like some sort of like lingering questions maybe I don't really know enough about him to like assume those sort of things I think that's kind of just like a me thing too but. Yeah, I think that's a good point, though. Mm -hmm. He's really kind of jumping into this both feet at one time. Yeah, I mean, I hope it works out for them. I'm I'm happy he's happy, right? I exactly. think he's had such a huge life change over the last year of being able to come out. He had his coming out Colton mini series. He's got a whole bunch of stuff going on, and he fell in love. And like, is it love or is it what you idealize love to be? I guess we'll see. I mean, good luck to them. Very happy to see it, though. Right. He so good luck to him. We'll mm -hmm. keep watching. All right, Blake Moynes, who was Katie's pick, and I think Lisa likes him more than I do. <laughs> I don't uh, know. <laughs> he's like a professional contestant on The Bachelor. I think we Bachelorette. We've seen him a few times. He doesn't do anything for me, but anyway, for some one reason or another, he shaved his beard, which um, he's had for ten solid years. And I saw a little video of him where he's like unhappy with it. He's sorry he did it. He's just gonna grow up. I think he personally looks 10 times better. I still don't like him. I much. agree. I think it looks great. All right. I have to say, so I didn't like him. I liked him in the beginning on the shows. And then mm -hmm. I was like, all right, it's too much Blake. So I don't know mm -hmm. if it was him or the fact that there was too much Blake. No offense, Blake. Um, <laughs> yes. However, now that I follow him on social media and I see the amazing things he does for the world and you as an animal behavior major, uh, I would love to get your opinion, Blake, on Blake, on Blake, on Blake. <laughs> what do you think of him? And I his beard. Clean shave. The absence of the beard, I feel like his face to me, like as, at first glance, is very like unproportional for some reason. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I have to look again. <laughs> yeah, I do. I did like him a lot more after Katie's season had ended and when she, like, they split up because then we kind of got to see who he was without being associated to Katie because we only knew him really as like for, for that season because he was on multiple um, is like him and Katie, not just him. And like, we knew basically right. stuff from previous seasons. So seeing like him as a person outside of that kind of like world made me like him a lot more. So beard or no beard? I'd say beard. I'm not really like a beard person, but his face just like looks weird to me. Oh, yeah, I guess if he looks disproportionate to you, you would vote beard 10 out of 10. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. All right. So we'll follow that exciting. Um, we'll keep you updated on what's going on with Blake. If that 
comes up. All right, so this is an interesting little um, headline. So speaking of Blake, Katie, who you know is no longer with Blake, but Katie came out today, or at least I saw the article today, where she's praising Love is Blind. Are you guys watching Love is Blind? I'm obsessed, thanks to you. I did watch the first season, and then like I was so busy watching other things, and Susan, you're texting me like, have you watched it yet? So of course, then I got addicted. It is, it is. Considering we like this, you know, dating shows, the not a stretch. the genre, it's not a stretch that you might be watching it. I completely am completely obsessed. I'm Googling all the people's names. I'm reading every article I can possibly read. Um, Friday is a huge day. I'm literally counting down the hours. They're having their reunion. So you have to finish by Friday. Oh, my we gosh. Have to, I have to finish by Friday. There's so many articles that I think you would be spoiled if you don't finish by Friday. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, okay. super exciting. I'm but sorry to my boss. I have things to do now this week. <laughs> I'll write you an excuse. Anyway, Katie Praise. Praise Love is Blind. But most importantly, the reason that she praised it is she said it has no made-up drama. So this is kind of a slam to the Bachelor Bachelorette, mm -hmm. which I thought was interesting. I don't even know if she's allowed to say stuff like that, but you know, she kind of marches to the beat of her own drummer. So what do you think of Katie coming out and kind of dissing her, her franchise? Made-up drama. I really like, liked Katie in math season however when she got her own season it kind of showed the immature aspects of her personality she didn't handle a lot of situations the way like i think they should have been handled but um the 12 days of messy like that i personally yeah. was like what's the point in that but um no class i don't know I, I liked katie and now i'm like iffy but the made-up drama I'm pretty sure that's the contract because my roommate and I did look up like the contracts for if you're a contestant and you basically you can disclose your whole life. Every part of your life is free to put on TV. So I think not blatantly wording it like saying like that's a slam on you guys is kind of the only thing they can do to like somewhat spread the truth of what happens because they don't let them. Yeah, I do. Th I feel like we're hearing more and more of this. Things are more right. set up than they seem. And I, I guess the question is, has it always been that way? Or do we feel like it's gotten worse over the last few years? I think it's gotten worse. It's possible we were just oblivious those first few years. I don't know. But I definitely think it's gotten worse. I wonder what prompted that. Like, was it boring a couple of seasons? And they were like, all right, we need mm -hmm. to spice it up. And like, this is the type of drama we need. Um, yeah, I don't right. know. I think they went off the rails this season with Shanae. I feel like a lot of it was set up. Um, Clayton kind of confirmed that. I think we talked about that last week. Yeah. But I do not um, want to sit through a whole nother season of a Shanae type person. So hopefully they'll go back to either not making up so much drama or disguising it better. Right, or completely changing the format. Right. I think a lot completely of people changing are changing the format for would not be a bad idea. Right. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. One other little minor thing I read that Nate and Michelle, we love Michelle yes, and we Nate, do. are planning a summer wedding. I read the whole article three times and they don't actually say this summer. So, I was all excited. <laughs> a summer. They both come from future. cold climates, so they want to get married in a warm time of year. So maybe this summer. I don't know. I've, they're all over the place. I see them daily pictures here there everywhere they're so cute I love they're them. so cute now i hope that that's not all for show you know right. sometimes what you see on social media isn't true that's so i really true. hope that's you know it's all as real as it looks i agree yeah I agree 
All right. Should we jump into this week? Let's do it. All right. So hometowns, we had four hometowns. So Susie's hometown was first. So they're in Virginia. And of course they do the jump, hug and kiss. I mean, that by the way, now looks super planned. I think it, it is. <laughs> I wish everybody could see Blake's face. Her eyes are like really big <laughs> and like angry. So we're going to get to you in a second. But I found that everything, there was one point where they looked like they were going into the dirty dancing, like, okay, we're going to do the lift where baby sort of like pauses, like yes. look at each other. Are you ready? And <laughs> like, it was so staged. All right, Blake, tell us what you're thinking. The amount of times it is done, I can't even count on both hands. It's overused and it's it's obviously planned because you see the delay. Like you can clearly see Clayton exactly. from a distance and you can see like the like kind of getting ready to start running. I think one of them announced that they were like, okay, like I'm coming to you. And then like one where he was like, all right, I'm going to come to you. Right. <laughs> I think that was Rachel. I think maybe. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I'm a different generation than you, Blake, but do you ever see this on campus? People running to each other and jumping? <laughs> I can see you're laughing. Um, I'm guessing no on that. Um, definitely I not. Think you I, don't should think, do it. I don't think I've ever no. seen it in real life. And if I were, I'd feel the secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, totally. Wait, Susan, you don't do that when Mike comes home from work? You know? I, I used to. We've cut back <laughs> since we've been married so many years. The kids laugh. The kids you know. are in the way. We're tripping over them. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't do it so much anymore. That's amazing. Wait, so Susie's like, today we'll find out if Clayton likes being choked. I was like, where are you going with that? <laughs> you knew it was not, you know, what, what are you talking about? And I'm I completely forgot that she went to Japan and was really into jujitsu i forgot about that too yeah she talked about that how she was training in japan and i remember that from an early early episode but i feel like it's only been what eight weeks it feels like that was six months ago but interestingly you know a lot of them talk about body image issues and like now she sees her body as a weapon but it's interesting how vulnerable and open everybody is about this in the yeah. million therapy dates that we've seen and all of the one-to-one -one conversations um it's interesting to hear people talk about it but good because you know in the age of social media, when everybody looks perfect and you're, you know, we used to read, I don't know, 17 magazine and you'd see the models, but you know, day to day, it wasn't, it didn't seem so much to me as a kid. Although I guess we all had issues. I don't know. Talk about something that's changed. I think in the olden days, you'd see a picture of an actress or a model and they were airbrushed slightly. Now, I don't know if they didn't have the technology, but now they're actually like changing their shape and yeah. making them more, you know, enlarged where they want and smaller where they don't you know things like that and all with all the plastic surgery nobody looks like i need that filter because now on social media you can make yourself look amazing although yes. i don't know how to use those tools yet so blake you'll have to teach me because <laughs> i still have wrinkles in every picture not okay um all right so, so her trainer by the way is now a professor of jujitsu which i thought was who interesting knew? yeah yep and clayton looked kind of hot in his gi not gonna lie <laughs> He did. And what about that move they did? <laughs> Blake's making a face like that's so <laughs> disgusting. All right, Blake. You thought he was he, gross. You think he's gross anyway. I'm not. No, so, I don't like him physically or personality wise. He reminds me of Sully from Monsters Inc. And he. <laughs> Sully from Monsters Inc. Tell us more. He's built like Sully. <laughs> And his canines are extremely long for some reason. And my roommate pointed this out to me and I have not been able to unsee it. So I'm going to bring it to you guys. The constant oh, no. licking of his lips. 
Oh, oh yeah, that we've talked I about. I have that yeah. written down somewhere. But Blake, interestingly, I used to totally rag on him about licking his lips because I felt like he was having a conversation with a woman and she was saying whatever, and he wasn't even he wasn't even listening to her. He was just getting ready to kiss her. So he'd lick his lips and then he'd go in for the kiss. But I wrote it in my notes. He was talking to some of the dads and grandpa and he was licking his lips. It's so that's a nervous thing. Right. I think it's just something he does. And he actually owned it. I was listening to him interviewed early in the season. And I also think he might have put it on Twitter. Like, don't worry. I find chapstick later in the season. Still licking he his still lips week eight. <laughs> yeah, you're right, though, Blake. I, I was noticing that for a long time. And it's annoying. Anyway, keep going. Tell yeah, us what else you think about Sully. I just, I don't think he understands his actions sometimes because with Serene, kind of the whole, like, the idea and the thought and sentiment behind the little jar of, like, lightning bugs, that was very sweet. I do like that a lot. However, sending her home next next episode or next week after talking to her family and her, she showed her mom like she's like he i know guys ever done this for me and then he sends her home but on the other hand right put yourself in this position i'd love both of your opinions on this put yourself in this position you have four guys that you're down to and you really love them all whether it's love love or like you just love being with them and you do or find lust. these moments <laughs> right right or lust whatever it may be you do find these moments and you really are a big fan of all of them, but you have to make a decision. So the problem is, yes, he's doing these things, but he had moments with each of them. And so he's going to break someone's heart no matter what. What makes Serene different or more special? And I, I get it with the lightning bugs, but like what would make that different? I totally understand what you're saying, Blake. And I did feel a pang of sadness because they, you know, when he sent her home because I liked her and I realized I mean, yes, he's terrible at making decisions and he is sort of Sully-like and whatever, but I do like all four of these women. Same. It would be, you know, from the amount we've seen them, I would have trouble choosing as well. And he even says, like, this is so sad. I like them all. I don't know how he worded it. His but goodbye it is, could have been a little his bit more His sincere. goodbye was terrible. It was like, we'll all get, right, we'll, we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get yes. to that. But I, I totally understand what you're saying, but I think it's really hard because you know, even in the, when he was talking to the parents, almost all of them said, are you in love with my daughter? And he never said yes. He always said, right. I think I can get there. Well, and he so... said that to everyone except for it's Serene's. Um, I think he was talking to the mom and he said, he, I, I appreciate his honesty yeah. actually, because there have been bachelors who would say, oh, we're falling in love, you know, to every parent. At least he was honest about it. He was kind of, you know, it was kind of cruel, I guess, to the parents who are looking for that affirmation because obviously their daughters are so into him. But um, he told all of them some version of, I'm not saying anything. I haven't said it yet, but I feel that I can get to it, but not to Serene. So, so maybe that was telling. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you have to break someone's heart and it stinks. And I agree, like the whole lightning bug because it's so special. And I think he does a good job of making every woman feel like they're the only one. But that's <laughs> well, part of it. Like he has to. What's he gonna do? Be like, I'm really into you, but I'm gonna maybe pretend I'm not for some. Like, how do you how do you manage that? And I think he really did struggle. But normally that. when I'm watching, and maybe you guys have different 
But normally when I'm watching, I have my favorite. Oh, I like her. Oh, she's okay. I don't like her so much. I do like all four of these. I do perhaps like one a little less, but I like I like them a lot. I think it's a great, it was a great group of women. Is show. that how you feel about your kids? You might like one a little less, but I like them all the same. I'm just kidding. No, they're all driving me crazy. I'm mad at all of them. Right <laughs> I don't now. like any of them. <laughs> don't tell. Don't tell. Oh, uh, okay. So back to, back to uh, Susie and her blue belt. Uh, by the way, one of the moves was called shrimping. I'm like, oh, yeah. please, did you set that up? Is that real? I think it really is a thing. Ew. How He's funny like, is I that? have shrimp following me around this entire journey. At the end of the day, I'll shrimp with Susie anyway, or any day. <laughs> and then he had his head between her legs. I was like, okay, well, there's that. <laughs> is that what shrimping is? Is that like a college age thing? Are you familiar with shrimping? I am not. I can ask around. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so then after that, they went for a little picnic. She And she says this over and over. She has, her parents are in love. She wants kind of a great marriage like her parents have. And she talks about her dad, which we know he'd been ill the yeah. past couple of years. He's doing better now. And she understandably is tearing up talking about him. He's, you know, could possibly not be as well. She hasn't seen him in a while or something. But she said, my dad is the perfect dad. And she repeatedly says... He's like the gold standard. Yeah. Like, hey, Clayton, you might want to take notes here. Here's the gold standard. And I wondered if this was some kind of foreshadowing because, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. We can talk about that later. But obviously some huge drama is going to happen. And it seems like they're all going to get mad that he's slept sleeping with two of them and whatever. And, and, and we do see in the preview, there's some extra stuff in the preview this week where Susie says, how could you sleep with other women when I, like he, she really believes that she's the one that's being picked. Yeah, I do. And I do. I think they all felt that way. I shouldn't have to ask my future husband not to sleep with someone else. Frankly, I don't blame her, right? Like, I wouldn't want my future husband sleeping with other people. And by the way, if he did, I wouldn't want to know about it. I, can we talk about that? Well, that's the that. How dumb are you? I think you have pinned the nail on the head. I think every season, the final, the lead sleeps with a bunch of yeah. finalists, but they don't tell them. Don't tell anybody, <laughs> idiots. The door closes, the lights go off, the cameras go away. Nobody needs to know. I think Clayton slash Sully has spilled too much tea. He's now Sully. I don't know, Blake, any opinion on that? I mean, me and my roommate are kind of hoping for like a dose of extra drama because we thought it was a little weird. Why would you tell the women, like, I've been intimate with both of you, if there wasn't, like, a need to. So we think, like, something might have happened where he, like, needed to inform the women that, like, I have been with multiple of you guys. Like, I've been with more than one. And so we're hoping, we're hoping it's one of them is pregnant because we want drama. We want to uh, see that so we don't uh, have to live through it ourselves. Wait, so like gets pregnant uh, in the fantasy suite or tell us more. Because I think after they hear that he's been intimate with both of them, that they're both going to either self-eliminate or like need time. And I think that he goes after one of them. I don't know which one it would be, but one of them I feel like would find out that she's pregnant and then that would be like kind of the the big talk of it because that's his whole thing. He wants a family of his own. 
and that's the big deal that was made so I'm like why would they emphasize this so much throughout the entire season but like recently not talk about it as much wait that would be insane so Mm -hmm. like he gets somebody pregnant at the fantasy suite both the girls self-eliminate at the end they have all this time in between finds out they're pregnant goes and confronts him or finds out it after the final rose right is that what you're saying sort of yes because the time in between because then it's like what do i do like do I like not say anything? Cause like they can't really not say anything because of the contract. Like that's some good material they can put on public like platforms. Like they could make a lot of views like and money off of that. And so I think that would be like something that could potentially happen. Cause they did say, this is the craziest season yet. Well, they, they always say that, it. but Mike Place has said it's not, nobody knows what happens because it's not over. I like that prediction. I don't know whether or not I agree with it, but I love it. That would be awesome drama. I like it. Well, Susie does say, I forgot this one sentence. She says, I wouldn't stand for it. So if he doesn't, if she, if the guy. stand for what? What Well, if someone I was with didn't live up to her gold standard, she said, I wouldn't be able to live with that. So maybe that's why she leaves. We'll see. Or if she leaves, of course. Okay interesting yeah so we kind of covered most of Susie's date it was a nice date by the way her sister also said Clayton I'm like what is the <laughs> sorry <laughs> had to point that out so annoying just to close out Susie's date and I think most of the dates sort of went this way like everybody could see the connection with Clayton and everybody warned the girl like be cautious be careful I think everybody sees the writing on the wall like my daughter's gonna get hurt um, all right so Gabby's date so they're in Denver by the way did you know she was a Denver Broncos cheerleader Yes. I don't remember that. I think we talked about it in the first week. but We maybe, probably maybe did, not. but it was like 10 years ago. So what yes, do I remember? A long time ago. I just like <laughs> knowing her now because she's so goofy and fun. Like I would never have pegged. Not that there's any you like remember she type. used to date Dean? Oh, I forgot about that. She dated Dean like 10 years ago. Yeah. And he speaks extremely highly of her. And he said she's either going to win her season or be the bachelorette. Oh, interesting prediction. And she also went out with Blake. Horseman. Horseman, but yeah. Not for so did everyone. <laughs> not for that long. Dean was an actual boyfriend. We don't know if Blake was just like a knight or what. He I was. don't know. Maybe they were at, you know, a music festival. But he also speaks very highly of her. I okay. love her. I mean, what's not to love? All right. So they're in the mountains. They did the stupid jump and hug. By the way, they were on uneven ground. I was like, for sure, that was like the seventh take because <laughs> they had to have fallen over. He was on like a tree stump or something. Yeah. So they came across the backpack and hiking boots. I love that there was signs you know like you saw the kissing tree and all these stupid made up by the producers mm-hmm. signs I know. but she had one of the funniest lines in the whole episode when they see the uh sign that says the proposal rock she says oh did you bring my ring oh that I was funny that was really funny and witty she's very entertaining he even called her the funniest woman alive she was a i think weird, that though. she brings out a side of clayton we don't really see with anyone else i mean i'm not saying he has the greatest personality but his little bit of personality flakes making a face his little bit of personality is brought out by her i do think we see a, a better side of clayton with her yeah no, i agree it's not what they want right this person should make me better so gabby i will always say i support gabby if he breaks gabby's heart i will never forgive him um she oh. is my favorite she's hilarious and she's confident and she she planned the date and they saved the little blooper for the end. Like, show me your feet. You have hobbit feet. 
I thought that was the best because she just doesn't care and like they emphasize that later on like she's able to be herself with him and that's what matters and so I really liked their date I thought it was really fun and I think she kind of symbolizes like that inner child that she can have fun and she can forget being an adult and just enjoy like fun things that you do like as a kid or any age really but like in the perspective of like this is fun yeah i agree she keeps things light but she also has an emotional side which we saw that night on their date dad's girlfriend was diagnosed with cancer and so with covid it's too risky and he wasn't able to come to the house so it was just her aunt julie uncle rich cousin and our favorite grandpa slash future bachelor Um, (laughs) grandpa john grandpa john i loved him like loved him and so yeah, I guess they start out. The grandpa pulls him aside and wants to know if he's good enough for Gabriella. The, my favorite line is that she's always been a dingbat, a lovable <laughs> dingbat. Says that about their I loved it. But like, doesn't that just go to show what to Blake's point, like where she comes from, like how much fun their yes. family is and yes. how goofy they can be and just say things like that, that nobody's going to offend, get offended. It's they own it. Exactly. You know? Yeah, Grandpa was so cute, and but he did have some words of wisdom too. He advised her not, they advised them not to be in a hurry and to get to know each other. And that sadly made me laugh because you're on the wrong show, my friend. You're on the wrong show. You are on the wrong show. Exactly. Yeah. You will have to learn before he becomes the senior bachelor. Oh my god, I know. Well, the best is like uh, the grandpa. I think when he was talking to Gabby, he's like, he's full of shit. Yes. Anybody who can like you is obviously full of crap. Well, we were waiting. I wasn't for that. sure where he was going with that. I'm like, okay. Well, they used that in the preview for last week talking oh, about that's it, right. and everyone um, was going crazy, thinking, "Oh my gosh, this this grandpa's so horrible, and he's hates Clayton and blah blah blah." Well, they just they moved his words around. He he didn't say anything of the sort, so that was kind of silly. Yeah, the editing. But she's all emotional and upset that her father is not there. And then all of a sudden, she's running out of the house by herself. What did you think? Well, there was honking, right? So he was honking the horn. So I knew it was going to be the dad. I was curious what they would do because with COVID, he could come closer-ish with a mask. I thought the thought behind it was very sweet. However, I don't understand the signs and why he didn't speak. That to me is like weird. Well, I thought it was like they were creating a really interesting moment. I mean, I was a puddle. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was crying. I think that, and there's a movie or something. Love Actually. Was it Love Mm -hmm. Actually? That's what it was. So I feel like they were trying to create a moment. And they did. Like, if he would have just said, oh, it's so good to see you. I'm sorry I can't be there. We'd be like, you know snoring on our Clayton face pillow and it was said it was a multiple multiple signs so hi Gabby girl it's me dad um duh you're the most beautiful loving caring daughter thank you for being the glue of our family you deserve the very best and I hope that's Clayton tell Clayton I said hello and I want to meet him soon why wasn't Clayton out there with her he came out at the end I asked myself that because I'm like why couldn't he just stand there next to Gabby, like, I get that it was a moment between her and her father, but you're supposed to be meeting the family, the, like, immediate important family, and so I thought that was really weird, and I feel like Clayton definitely knew that was going to happen, that he was going to show up, because he looked like he knew what was going on when he heard the honking, because, like, he looked at Gabby and then kind of watched with a smile on his face as she 
went outside. And so I thought that was really sweet because he did a very good job at not blowing the surprise if that's yeah. the case. But I thought it was a little weird. And I thought like yeah. the signs were cute and everything, but like, why not like zoom? Because <laughs> they made it like right. a... They could have done that actually. They could have zoomed him in. I mean, I appreciate the moment, but that's, I didn't even think about that. Like he actually just could have been on a video screen in a conversation with the rest of them. Yeah, good point. Yeah, this created think, a memorable moment, but yeah. Huh. I think you should be a producer, Blake. I could come you up with have so many. I think they were going after some kind of extra drama, but in love, actually, it was a romantic gesture. So it was kind of weird coming from the dad. And then obviously him saying whatever, I forgot what the words was. Or, but he said, it's me, dad. Like, that was for us. Right, <laughs> for exactly. Gabby, she knows. It's well, like, dad. who else is going to be? Like, hey, it's your, like, three doors down neighbor. I just thought I'd, like, pop in and be like, what's up? We think you're great. You it's know? just, you know, another, you know, made up Made up moment. Thing. But it, it got sweet. me, though. I did. I it cried. Not going to lie. I fell for it. And it made Gabby super emotional to the point where she was able to give her true feelings to Clayton that she said, I feel like I'm falling in love with you. And then Clayton is grinning and giddy. And oh my God. He goes, there it is. Like he'd been waiting <laughs> yes, for it. Yes. Cause everybody else woo, said it. Woo. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. But she said, you know, my words have weight. He was so good. He's giddy after all of them say this, because I really do think that he is in the moment with everybody, whether we buy into his bullshit or not. Like, he really is in the moment with everybody. Just the, there it is, meaning he's been expecting it from these women. And then he's also the one who's like, hasn't said it to any of them yet, doesn't plan on saying it to any of them. And I think that's completely valid for like him or the bachelorette, because it's like, you're telling multiple people you're in love with them. And like, if I was the one that like, he was on his knees for like proposing, and I knew that he'd told the other women, like, I love you how would I know like that yesterday those feelings are gone? I just think it's a little weird that he expected it from them with zero intention of saying it back. And yes, yeah. he's in the moment, but that's literally all he is because then when he's out of the moment, he had no problem telling Jesse, I'm in love with all four of these women. And his reaction yeah. to it was like, for real? Like, <laughs> like you're right good you're luck right. jesse added nothing by the way like nothing i'm just thinking not this is slightly off the subject but seriously jesse works like 90 seconds a week i mean what that is the best job i was ever. gonna say i want that job <laughs> it's the best. i want that job although i it does make me miss caitlin and Tasha a little bit because mm -hmm. they really did bring great energy they were giggly and fun and like around and had advice I think when Clayton walks up to Jesse, and I don't know if Clayton just has such deep, you know, questions, but like Jesse looks like a deer in headlights every single time he comes up to him to be like, you know, whatever he's proclaiming in that moment. And Jesse's like, oh, wow, well, I've never heard this before. What do I do with this? And makes up some stupid thing. I feel like they need somebody. And I like Jesse in the fact that he's similar to Chris Harrison. Like there's not much difference. He's interchangeable. I like him more than I thought that I would like him, but I want someone who's more engaging like the girls were. I wonder if it's Jesse's idea or the producers say you only get like one minute a show. I feel like he could be around more and be more of a sounding board for Clayton, but he's really barely there. The one thing that I always thought, like, cause he was like, I'm now a happily married man. 
to a woman you didn't meet on your season or when right. you were here. And so for him to say that and like imply that like, oh yeah, this system works. It works. I swear. I just, that didn't make sense to me. And I liked Caitlin and Tasha because they had that experience and they could form that relationship with Michelle and Katie and they could provide advice. So I feel like get rid of him bring a previous bachelor that was liked so no pilot pete and no matt james because they cannot give advice that would be meaningful i think honestly wells i love wells he seems like he has multiple perspectives and i think that just someone that like has been there like genuinely been there and can provide like guidance and also yeah. be there to listen. So Jesse was a bachelor, but it was such a long time ago. 2004. 2000, yeah, I was, I was thinking 0405. And so he does, he has perspective, but it's dated perspective to your point. I also love Wells and I know he's engaged to Sarah Highland. I follow them on social media on um, TikTok and Instagram and they're hysterical. When he had uh, the opportunity to host Bachelor in Paradise, he was so much more serious than I wanted him to be. So if it could be like the silly, goofy Wells that we know and love, I think he would be amazing and give somebody a little bit more time. I mean, I think there's an opportunity for the host to be a little bit more engaged. But yeah, this one was lame. On to the serene hometown. She is so stunning like I seriously could like put the tv on pause and stare at her all day she's so pretty and then I wrote in my notes oh boy look a jump hug and kiss what a surprise blah 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 <laughs> and of course they go on another like adrenaline date yeah so I would not have been happy on that date oh my god I think he was scared for like he was having a full-fledged panic attack <laughs> was. I was also having a panic I can't attack blame him there. it yeah. was kind of scary yeah, so they were up on that really high obstacle course. So the last date, that other one-on-one -on -one date or two dates ago, they were at that amusement park at the pier, right? Mm -hmm. And they were riding on roller coasters and she was like fearless. And you could tell he was a little bit more <laughs> hesitant. Um, so they're on this high obstacle course. And then they show him going across this path and then he's like hugging the pole. You right. Know? He was having such a hard time. And it was funny because he said, oh, you're, you know, I don't know what he said exactly, but. Yeah, like, wait, oh, just wait. wait. Yeah. And then she just calmly walks across like it's no big deal. I know. I'm like, she walked like she was just going to the bathroom at her house. <laughs> like nothing. He's like, are you for real? Blake, are you, uh, are you a heights and adrenaline person? If I had to pick a biggest fear, I'd say heights and free falling. So double oh, whammy gosh. for that date. I would self-eliminate on the spot. I'm not going that <laughs> high up, but I do understand the fear. However, I did not like the camera angles. I had yeah. to look away. I had to look away. It made me uncomfortable. But I love how she immediately was just like, this is my moment. I can laugh at him for this. I'm going to zoom across and make him feel bad. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Really laughing at him. I thought it was kind of mean. <laughs> I know. I thought it was kind of funny. She was feeling a little superior. And there was a point where he was like pumping her up. Like he was trying to be like, all right, you got this. But I was like, she's so fearless. So nothing you're saying is even impactful. But like, I know you're trying to be a supportive boyfriend, but yeah. But I'm with you. Like I would self-eliminate. I wondered as I was watching that, if there's ever been a date on The Bachelor or Bachelorette where 
they tried to get them to do something like that. And one of them was so scared that they didn't and they had to go film a whole new date. Like, do you think that would ever happen? Or do you think people are like, I need to impress this person. So I'm going to just do I it. I feel like they have to get an okay before they set out on that date. And in fact, Blake, if you ever are going on The Bachelor, you should be sure to put that in your application. No heights, no jumping off anything. <laughs> Although, does that make them want to do it more, right? Like, Because there's some of these shows that they want to figure out what you're afraid of. And then they want you to conquer your fear because it's going to bond you. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. But I agree with Blake. I would be like... Peace out. <laughs> yeah, that looked like the biggest nightmare of a date. I was literally having a panic attack. I felt the same way on the amusement park date. I'm like, this doesn't look fun at all. But you good know what for I you. was thinking to myself, like after I watched it, he was so obviously not into it. I was thinking, I wonder if it went through his brain, like I'm not even picking her. Why am I on this tour? Now I'm not picking. Now her I'm because not I can't her. handle this anymore. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And um, so they're meeting her mom, her brother Roland, which we'll talk about, but I feel like he should be a contestant on The Bachelorette <laughs> at some point soon. So the mom, the brother Roland, her best friend Melanie, and then was it her dad that wouldn't be there? Yes. They divorced when yes. she was two. Her dad was not there. Right. And she said not many people have met her family. I think it's been 10 years since she introduced someone to her family. Well, when she first got there, I thought the mom looked frightened. She had a scared <laughs> look on her face. I, the whole thing was, it was very interesting. I, I, what did you think of Roland? I liked him, actually. It, he seemed like a good, protective big brother. He was crying, actually, which I thought that was nice. And she was talking about it, more of the feelings grow, things get scarier. But she's such a risk taker going back to kind of these adrenaline dates. What if I fall, but what if I fly, I think is something that she said. And so he's, you know, he made the point. She's not scared of anything. And that concerns him because mm -hmm. she has no trepidation about moving forward and taking risks. I think he's partially the reason why I was so upset with how Clayton chose to handle sending her home because it's exactly what he thought would happen. And he, like, he, he spit bad facts. He's like, you're not afraid of getting hurt. And that's what scares me because I hated having to be on the phone with you at three in the morning to hear you crying your eyes out like I don't want to have to hear you because I want you to be happy I don't want you to be crying at three in the morning and so I yeah. thought that was like and him crying about it and like seeing that like she had told him about her loss and like he she hadn't even opened up to like other family members so like I think that was kind of his like oh no like this is serious so if he breaks her heart that won't be a good 3 a.m phone call that can have a good ending like we can work through it i really did like him he definitely made very good points i just don't think she saw them right when he made them i think in the car ride away from the mansion or whatever i think she was kind of thinking about it but i don't know i really yeah, did like I think that's a good point. The other things that I liked him when he was talking to Clayton, right? He said he's watching her body language, right? It's not about what she's saying. He can see uh, that. And the fact that she had told him about the cousin was really huge because that was only three right. months ago. Um, and then the one thing that bothered me about Clayton, he goes, he said something about the fact that her he finds her opening up attractive. I was like, that's kind of a gross thing to say to her brother. <laughs> Like the fact that she opened up about all of her losses is attractive. Do you think that's an appropriate word for that? I could give you a list of inappropriate words, Clayton, issues this season. <laughs> Just put it on the list. 
Yeah, it was kind of a weird word. It was really, it was, I thought it was really strange. And then the brother similarly asked if he loves her and he says he's not there yet with any of them, hasn't told any of them that he's in love with them. So similar message that everyone's hearing, which is good, right? To your point earlier, better than saying. Yes, but he does not say, I can see myself getting there. That's he true. admits that sentence. He just said he's not there. Right. So after the date, after it's over, they go outside and she says to him, she says to Clayton, I'm not falling in love with you. I am in love with you. Ooh. I know. I kind of, I kind of cringed, cringed yeah. a little bit. I know. He doesn't deserve her. She's pretty awesome. I know. I'd like to see her on Paradise. I mean, do you feel like she and Rodney would be a good fit? Maybe. Because she's kind of Michelle-like in her mm -hmm. personality, mm -hmm. like really strong. And there's a lot right. of attributes I feel like are similar. What about Brandon? No. No. I think she's, I don't know. Brandon needs somebody who needs a lot of validation, like a Teddy. Oh, yeah. We've already paired him with Teddy. Yeah, we have. We decided that Brandon and Teddy are going to get together in paradise. <laughs> All right. So then we move on to Rachel's hometown in Claremont, Florida. I had to look that up. I wasn't sure I where it was. It yeah, just west of Orlando. <laughs> and by the way, I was like, oh, she has humidity hair. They really are in Florida. I grew up in Florida and my hair basically just like puffs out the moment I land. It's pretty disgusting. Oh, this is where she asked if he was going to jump. And they were yeah. doing like they, oh, yeah. they were doing the jump and hug and they had an intense makeout session. And she said, I missed you. And then she lost her voice or she was whispering again. I think she lost her voice and it was kind of annoying. Did anybody <laughs> else find it disgusting that they were kissing? Like if, if, if he was sick or she was sick, yes. I'm like, ew. All right, Blake, tell us what you think. We can see your face. They need to mute the microphones when they kiss because oh, yeah. <laughs> I, just like a lot of people, have very weird sensory issues, and Clayton triggers most of them. <laughs> I don't like how they always, like, amplify the mics, and the, I feel like he constantly needs to have contact with them, because we've noticed he always has his hand on any of the women's thighs, like upper yes. thigh, like inner thigh, and one of the like camera people like actually zoomed in on it and i was like <laughs> that's saying quite a bit and it just it was a little weird because it, it made me uncomfortable like why do you like she's pouring her heart out to you she's crying why is your hand on her inner thigh that's his way of comforting them and turning them on at the same time <laughs> he like, did that and i don't know i don't know which one it was but he did that in one at one of the parents houses they were having a conversation with the parents and he was sitting there with his hand on whoever's thigh. And I thought, mm, I don't know if I would do that. Like, I mean, I think I would, I think I would. Cause like when you're new in a relationship, you get very like touchy feely, but like the inner thigh <laughs> upper mid, like that's a little much. Maybe he doesn't realize it. Cause that's just where he goes to. And think about the fact that they've all talked about body image issues. Like I have body image issues sometimes. And like, Sometimes I'll, you know, eat too many brownies and I'll have a little bit more of a, you know, uh, donut hole around my middle than I want to. And of course, like my husband always, like if he decides to put his arm around me right in the love handles, I'm like, of all the places that you need to touch me, why do you need to do it there? So I wonder if like there's any bit of that. Okay. TMI. Sorry. <laughs> I do not know why he always does that. But that's interesting. It's gross. So we didn't really. Okay. So they go on a, in a glass bottom 
kayak. kayak. That was cool, by the way. It I've never seen cool. that before, except for all of the gators and snakes and spiders. Well, yeah, there was a spider the size of a football, I think. That and, was, and it was hairy. And Clayton freaked out. Oh no, he freaked out at a bird. And I'm thinking, <laughs> do you remember that? Some <laughs> bird call. He like freaked out. Anyway, Rachel was laughing like excessively hard. It was, I don't know. I know. She was but, kind of bugging me. First, she could barely talk, and then she just laughed. But I appreciated that he totally owned being afraid. And I think True. that when they saw the spider, he's like, just for the record, I totally handled that reaction like a man, right? Yeah, I mean, he can it. make fun of himself. So that is a part of him that I appreciate. Sometimes it's a little too much, but I actually appreciate it. But then they came upon the kissing tree and I was like, holy makeout session. It reminded me, I just wanted them to start playing Take My Breath Away because every time they have these makeout sessions, it reminds me, Blake, I don't know if you've seen Top Gun, but there's a scene in the Top Gun movie with Tom Cruise and Kelly mcgillis mm -hmm. where there's like this intense makeout session and you see tongue and it's like kind of sexy i'm not gonna lie so that scene reminded me a little bit of that this was the one like in the tree in the tree yeah, and then like then they like took their clothes off and went in the water i'm like there's alligators in that water like what are you doing and snakes and whatever i'm like you couldn't pay me and then they're laying down in the water like on the beach in the water Okay, I'm gonna date myself, but the water scene was a complete copy of From Here to Eternity. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Which is before my time, but I know that movie. But you watched but, it. Yeah. And I, the whole time I was thinking, does he not remember that there's alligators in this water? Me too. Like, here he was, like, terrified a few minutes ago. Yeah. The sick part okay. definitely was like flashing, flashing sign. It's like, she's sick. Don't put your tongue in her mouth. That's gross. <laughs> And it also was like really out of nowhere. It was just like one minute they're like taking their shirts off to go get into the water in bathing suits. Next minute she's like pressed against a tree. And I just remember me and my like other friends who were watching it, we all had to like take a moment. We had to take like a walk around the room because what the heck? That was so like no warning. There was no warning. We did not prepare but ourselves for it. When you say take a walk around the room and you weren't prepared, was that like, wow, I want a moment like that with a guy? Or were you like, this is too much? Like, tell us more about why you had to get up and take a walk around the room. I feel like if it was another bachelor, we'd be like, oh, yeah, cool. But it's Clayton. And him personally, is like, he is an ick to me. And so it was like really weird. And he just like the whole like physical contact thing with him like that, like we that is one thing I have not been able to unnoticed and so i think like um, him being really physical with all of them is a little like concerning to me because i like i don't want to be that one girl every season like later towards the end where it's like i don't want him being with these other women like that's the show you signed up for this you knew what was going to happen like in the end if it's you he picks like that's clear like that is what he wants but i would still be a little like damn like knowing he does this with like my like other women like these other women that are like my friends <laughs> that would be yeah like... that's kind of a weird thought like think about like you and all your friends and then of course being sully from monsters inc on top of it you're like where's mike wazowski like this is like not hot at all okay got it <laughs> all right so then they go to see rachel's family oh yes mom mary dad tony and her two best friends and rachel's two best friends sam and nate and she warns Clayton about the dad. 
that he's going to be the toughest. Uh, he never likes anyone that she's brought home. He's very old fashioned. So what did you think of him, Blake? <laughs> what was finally... your first impression of Tony? Tony. What did you think of Tony? I was like, good luck, sir. If that's how she <laughs> describes it, then she's telling the truth. I think it was definitely over-exaggerated. And she didn't really explain what he didn't like about previous men that she's had relationships with. She didn't go into enough detail about that. And you could tell he was terrified walking through that door. And I feel like that's just not fair because now you're nervous and you're just like, oh my God, what if I say the wrong thing? But I think like him being honest about it and like you could see the shift in the dad as he was talking to Clayton and like ultimately like every parent that has a conversation with the bachelor or bachelorette, they just genuinely want their kid to be happy. They want them, yeah. they want to, they'll support them unless you're Barb. <laughs> all of them. All oh, Barb. Pete's mom. Yep. All That's of them so were true. very supportive. None of them said she's not ready for marriage, which was like, oh my God, how long has it been since that's happened? Because there's always one person whose family says, I don't think they're ready for marriage. You're right. Good yeah. point. No and it was the winner that. of Michelle's season. <laughs> they right. were like, Nate's not ready for marriage. Nobody You're said right, it. though. They're all there for the right reasons. And like, listen, they're good parents. They want to protect their kids. They know there's four people left. One of them's going to get hurt. Um, and you're also right about the shift. The thing I thought that was so interesting about this was like the mom and dad, how do they even hang out together? Like they couldn't be any more different. The mom screamed in the beginning and the dad's just standing there like an ice cube. Like he has And then he starts like rocking in his seat. Trying to be all intimidating. I don't know what he was or, trying like, to do. Or like didn't want to be there. One thing, one thing Rachel said that really made me sad is she said that she was afraid when Clayton met her, well, father, I think she, he was, she was afraid that that would affect how he viewed her. And I thought that is really like, yeah, I can see that because I kind of shifted a little bit and thought I wouldn't want to marry into this family. That is true. Cause you marry someone, but you also mm -hmm. many times marry into their family. Like you hang out with them holidays or you want to, you know, be around them more. I think, I, th I don't know. He did warm up, but I agree. Right. I don't know how much was really, is he really that bad or was he just taking Playing on a, a stereotype of sort of where he says, something about a past boyfriend i was gonna go beat him up i mean really i know um so then nate her best friend pulls her aside to chat and he's concerned that there's other girls just like everyone else and asked um about the fantasy suites and said you know doesn't want to be played and he was thinking in two months from now who's going to be picking up the pieces so he was basically like you know ugh. What's going to happen? I'm going to be the one that's going to be stuck taking care of her. <laughs> like, I mean, um, as we were saying, every one of these girls has a 75% chance of not ending up with Clayton. Although in actuality, it could be a hundred percent chance. We don't know what the well, story that's is. that's true, right? But, but that just, might be just going on the four of them, there is a high likelihood that you're not going to be the one selected. So at least he was a voice of reason. I Nate. guess so. But it was like, ugh, don't get broken up with because I'm going to have to deal with you. And I'm exhausted and I don't want to <laughs> deal with you and pick up your pizza. <laughs> so. I like that the girl, the friend Sam tells Clayton while they were having that conversation, Sam was meeting with Clayton and says her dad hates everyone, <laughs> which maybe that would be a little more reassuring to just know. Well, it's not just me. <laughs> I think it is like to Blake's point earlier. Would you want to know that he can be kind of a jerk or would you want to walk in? 
hoping for the best and thinking things are better. I think I would want to be prepared, even though it might shift your behavior and might make you a little bit more nervous. You might also have some sense of reassurance that like, he's like this with everybody. It's not just me. It's up to me to win him over. No, it's At least it's not like I'm yes. the only one that he hates. So then they finally sit down together, the dad and Clayton. He was cold staring at him. Oh my gosh, if that wasn't enough to intimidate you. <laughs> the dad says, do you know about Rachel's ambitions? And Clayton says he does. And he's, incur you know, he's supportive. Which he's is all in with that. Answer. Actually, what I really liked about the beginning of this conversation was that Clayton said nothing's off limits. You know, he's got questions too, like ask me anything. I think setting that kind of open tone was a good call. I agree. But he said that you meet someone like Rachel and it's worth it. So good yeah. for him. Yeah. The dad did warm up to him. He was never going to be warm and fuzzy after the big, you know, <laughs> the, how we put him up is like such a stereotype no of course it's never gonna be too nice but. but listen like her last relationship the guy didn't support her career and felt Correct. intimidated by it and felt like she was going to go and cheat on him when she's traveling to all these different locations so the fact that clayton said i'll move to europe like i'll do whatever she wants because i'm really supportive right i mean those are the things the dad really wants to hear and whether he's blowing smoke up his ass or he's for real he seems like he's for real well, he how could the dad not appreciate He had that? all the right answers. He said that he knows he'll hurt, he'll have to hurt someone, but I have no intention of hurting Rachel. If I didn't see a future with Rachel, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. So what more could the dad want to hear? Yeah. And I really love the dad said, I can't give my blessing until I talk to my daughter. You're just another face right now. But he said he'd you know, or shake his hand and pat him on the arm if he hears good things from his daughter. And he ended up doing that. Right. So I actually thought that Rachel, when I heard this, if I wouldn't be here, if I didn't see a future with Rachel, like oh, I, I thought, well, I think Rachel's going to win. <laughs> I, I actually. Yeah, whatever what winning means. Maybe she's the one that ends right. up pregnant, right? right. <laughs> Hypothetically. Yeah, I. The way he talked about her to the family was more in-depth and more genuine, in my opinion. And that was, like, very obvious to me. Because the questions that the dad asked were probably the best questions I've heard from, like, a parent. Mm -hmm. Like the ambitions, like, do you really know the like long-term like aspirations, like the dreams? Like, cause have you had those conversations? Cause it's not just having the, what does our future as like a couple look like? No, like what is our future in our own careers look like? Do they like, do they not work together? Can we make it work? And I thought that was very, that was a very reasonable question. And he answered that like really well. I think it was a little like, very forward to be like i'll move i'll do whatever she wants because then i'm like what does he even do like what is his occupation he can he's probably looking to do something where he can you know be a social media star like gonna you say. know sell mattress toppers and you know whatever they do to try and <laughs> make money so who knows i'm sure he'll be able to capitalize off of the fact that he was a bachelor but yeah, i think you make a good point there were some really good questions that kind of got to the heart of what he cares about and what she cares about and making sure that she can be happy with whatever life they choose to have. And then Rachel ends up having a very nice conversation with the dad and he says how proud he is of her. And then he cried a little oh bit. Oh my gosh. I loved that so much. That was really sweet. Yeah. And he said, he thought Clayton was nice, agrees that he would stand next to you is what he said. You know, she said his opinion always meant the most and wants him to be proud of her. I guess she must value his opinion more 
because he's mean to everybody. Right? Yes. So that, that must be, be like, I, you know what I mean? If someone's so critical and then suddenly they like something, it comes with a lot more credibility. So I think that All could right. be it. I do love them together. Like I'm grossed out by the fact that they're kissing and she's sick, but I think they've always had the best connection. The way they look at each other, the way, I mean, just physically the way they connect and yes, nobody wants to listen to it, but you can see it's different than the other ones. It's just different. And I felt that way about Michelle and Nate. Like it was just something right. a little different. So hopefully she'll have his baby and they'll end up together. <laughs> I'm really digging that, Blake. All right. So we so get to the rose ceremony. The Clayton says he's feels that he's going to have to break three hearts to make one person happy. But it's always like that. Like <laughs> That's the show, Clayton. Right. So, so the rose ceremony is coming. So they're in the cars. By the way, I love all the Hyundai um, product placement. You know, they had it at the football day. They have it again. I'm like, oh, they must have sponsored the whole season. Yes. So they show everybody in the car. Susie's nervous, you know, since Clayton said he, he wasn't in love with her falling for her. He didn't say mm -hmm. anything back mm -hmm. to her yet. Rachel is feeling super confident, but is terrified to think about not ending up with him. And then we get to Clayton and Jesse talking. Looks like you have a lot on your mind. That was a crazy conversation. I just, I laughed. I, I thought it was hilarious because like, even Jesse was like, are you kidding? Like you're, you're joking with me. Like, haha, that's so funny. No, you're genuinely in love with all four of these women, but you know what you're going to do for tonight. So clearly you're not in love with all four of these women. And if you are, and you handled it the way that he did. So he basically didn't give Serene any closure like any real closure and like she definitely was expecting like a better set like kind of like agreement like or some sort of like conversation where like they could both say what they needed to say but he didn't give her what she was like hoping for I guess because you can just tell she had nothing to say to him in response to what he said he didn't give her anything. Wait, so let's back up because we right. haven't quite gotten here yet. So I want to back up a little bit. So um, he, him and Jesse are, take, are talking. Jesse's like, it looks like you have a lot on your mind, right? And so Clayton said the women have poured their hearts out. And he was afraid because he wasn't sure. To your point, he's falling in love with all the women in a different capacity. It's exciting. It's scary. It's overwhelming. And uh, but what he didn't he didn't want to hold back <laughs> on anybody. I kind of laughed at that. Well, it is. It's exciting because he's got connections. It's scary because he has connections. And he knows he has to break somebody's heart. It's overwhelming. Probably all of the feelings he's having. Well, what does that mean? He's in love with all four of them in a different capacity. Well, think about the relationships, right? Like, you know, he's got super physical connection with Rachel, you know, I think he's got respect for Serene, but their relationship is different. Mm -hmm. Gabby, they have this like silly, goofy, fun time together, right? So like they the feelings are strong, but the experiences are different. Okay. Am I interpreting that right? I don't know, I'm making it up. I don't know. Just I think like they symbolize word. they're like symbolizing different parts of like what an entire relationship is. So I think they're each a portion of what he's looking for because yeah. Gabby is fun. She, you can always have a right. fun time with Gabby. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You could be driving on a highway or like an abandoned highway and your car breaks down. She'd make it fun somehow. And he likes that. And then yeah. Rachel, parts of him too. yeah. Yeah. And like Rachel, they, they clearly have, I feel like the best like connection. Um, mm. They can always just hang out with each other. And it's, it's not like I'm getting bored of you. Like, I'm seeing you too much. Like, the way that he talks about her 
to her family and the way she looks at him. I don't get how she can do that, but like, good for her. I definitely think they each have their own sort of like symbolization. I just don't think Serene was enough of that. Being said, she's at peace that Clayton knows where she's at, or like where she stands. And she said Clayton is her person and she'd be shattered if she had to go home, which was kind of heartbreaking and foreshadowing. Everybody gets to the rose ceremony. By the way, Gabby's dress, and I love Gabby, but I was like, girl, your boobs are so smushed. It was awful. It looked uncomfortable. Awful, awful. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. I didn't like that dress. There was someone else's dress I didn't like, which I hardly ever even pay attention. So the fact that... How could you I, not see that? It was and then gross. somebody's dress was like off, off the... Sh it was brown, off the shoulder ruffles that oh yeah rachel i don't like that though. not my style either um all right so we get to the rose ceremony blah 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 like he went in hoping to find clarity what it comes down to is following my heart blah 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 blah. i feel like it's the same like rehearsed seats that's the end of the speech this is the toughest decision so as we said serene's the one going home and to your point earlier like i just want to say i'm sorry and she didn't know what to do or what to say she was totally blindsided and she asked what it was. Was it something I said that you couldn't feel it back or say it back? I think she said. specifically, like, was, like, I think she was hinting at the whole, like, I'm not falling in love with you. I'm in love with you. Because I think in that moment when she didn't hear her name called, that was the one line that, like, went through her head. Because hearing that from her, like, I was like, okay, that I feel like is even that's too fast for even Clayton because he clearly can't come to terms with like what he's feeling for which of the women. And so I think she knew that moment was like when she realized she shouldn't have said that. And for him to not tell her like anything, I'm glad he didn't do that. It's not you. It's me. I would have closed the computer and walked away. <laughs> I agree with you. There wasn't enough. But what more could he have said besides I just he I have stronger connections with other women, which is true. Well, it he, didn't give her closure, but it could have been true. nicer. He yeah. didn't say anything nice at all. Yeah. He could have said, It's been wonderful being with you. I care about you. I yeah, appreciate true. I mean he had nothing really nice to say at all. He just said, Well, I had stronger connections. He actually said it oddly. I wrote it down too. I chose stronger connections with other women. I think he was just falling on his words. He didn't know what to say. Maybe. And then at the very end, when she was getting in the car, he said, I wish you the best. Just <laughs> that. I'm like, really? I mean, like, I'm, thanks for, thanks for coming out. Thanks for playing. Right. I really, it was really oddly like, you know, after all of that, like all of the feelings, very, all of the sharing, the depth. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I would that. be pissed if I were her and she was obviously not too happy. Yeah, she said she's shocked. She's confused. She told him she was in love with him. If that doesn't do something for him, then there's nothing I can do, which is true. But she said he was able to break down my walls. I gave it my all and I feel myself closing back up, which makes me so sad. Yes, I felt bad. Hopefully we'll see her somewhere. I will hopefully on Paradise. With yeah, Rodney or Olu or somebody amazing. Oh, she would be. Oh, I can't Olu. wait for Paradise. Like, can we just like <laughs> fast forward to the summer? Please? No, no. We want to know what happens next week. Well, we may not know next week. <laughs> we won't know anything yet. Although the women tell all I'm most excited about. All right. So let's talk about this. So next week is two nights. So there's a fantasy suite date and there's the, or a fantasy suite episode. And then there's the women tell all, which they actually showed more like lookbacks of the episodes they didn't with show the drama any. and no they didn't show any um, of the women tell all they just showed people in the 
you know, clapping. <laughs> we all know now they're actors. So we really right. didn't see anything. We just saw, you know, Shanae arguing with Elizabeth or right. whatever. Which was all like what we already saw in the season. They were just playing back some of the episodes. Right. Just to remind you that that was, you know, going on with the women. So, yeah, they didn't show anything. Yeah. Although that. the women tell all, I mean, there's a lot that's come out about it and it's going to be juicy. I can't wait to see it. And then the previews for the fantasy suites, lots of I love yous. So I went through the previews carefully. Um, it looks like Clayton says the stakes are high. And then we see him kissing Rachel in that mountainous area with snow all around. Oh, yeah. And we see him kissing uh, Gabby in a waterfall. And then we, <laughs> we see him in bed with Susie. Um, Clayton tells Susie he's in love with her. Shakaroo. And then we see, is that Rachel? Did you see yelling from a balcony? Was that Rachel? I, I think thought it was. that was Susie. I couldn't tell. I watched it like 12 times. But oh, maybe there was one with Rachel. He's too. yelling from a balcony. Somebody's yelling from a balcony that she's in love with him. And he yells back that he's in love with her too. Um, and then we see him on a rug and he's kissing someone. I cannot tell who that is. So it's a little unclear. But um, he says, I don't want to hurt anybody, but I'm going to. And then he shakes his head. He's obviously realizing he's got himself in quite a jam. Then the famous line that we've seen, I'm in love with each of you. And I was intimate with both of you. Who, Whenever that is, we don't really know. But we see Susie at a dinner with him getting up and crying and walking out. And then we see Gabby crying. He told me he was in love with me. <laughs> and Susie says the line that we talked about earlier, I shouldn't have to ask my future husband not to sleep with somebody else, which is sort of sad, but funny. I know. It's... <laughs> anyway, but the most interesting thing of all was Jesse at the end says the most shocking and emotional ending ever. So the important word there is ending. What does so he mean? there is ending. an ending? Well, it sounds like maybe this episode is it ending. I think I think um, Blake is on to something. I think they all leave or something yeah, like that. Yeah, self-eliminate. I mean, I would. Ew, Ugh, scumbag. It's going to be interesting. I can't wait to see it. Can't wait. All right, Blake, parting thoughts. What should we expect besides the Cause, pregnancy? Cause I think they all self-eliminate because the one line that I love hearing in the promos is Clayton, like, crying and be like i'm so broken <laughs> sir you have no right saying that because you have been consciously saying i have to break hearts i have to break hearts like you have to talk to these women and be smart about what you say if you do it right you won't break their hearts completely and so i just think that the way he's talking now in interviews it does not sound like someone who's met their person and is with their person yeah, that's probably true. Well, in the meanwhile, watch Love is Blind. <laughs> <laughs> and finish out the season of The Bachelor. Blake, thanks so much for joining us. It was really fun to hear your insight um, and perspective on the thing. I'm excited to see if any of your predictions come true. Um, so we'd love for you to come back and see us sometime. This was super fun. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at final underscore rose underscore tonight. Or you can find our podcast and subscribe on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. We will see you next week to talk about all of the fun-filled drama. I can't wait. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.